Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. I hope that you all are doing well and that this podcast finds you all in great spirits at the halfway point of this week. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And then if you're also returning, thank you for your continued support as well. Whether you're new or you're returning, I ask that you make sure you leave a a dope five-star review. Give me some love. Show the podcast some love, man, and continue to uh, just share it with people that you feel can benefit from it and that need this kind of help and motivation. Listen, I want to jump straight into today's conversation. Um, I know that we did the uh, breakaway real quick on that conversation with the mental health piece and Summer Walker um, on Monday. But I did want to hop back into this fourth and one series. Um, if you've been following the podcast for the last few weeks, you would know that we're in this semi little mini series of, of this conversation of the fourth quarter. Right. We are now in the fourth quarter of the year. I think we really only got like six weeks left of 2020. I mean, excuse me. Jeez, I'm ready. I'm ready for the new year already. <laughs> we got six weeks left of 2019. Right. And so with that kind of reminded me of the idea of fourth and one or even fourth and goal when it comes to the, the the sport of football, right? This is literally it for us. We've got this last down to try and do everything that we can. And I just want to use this week's conversation um, just to encourage you all, because I know that um, many of you are listening to this podcast Maybe even some of the people that you're connected to, you all have taken so much time this year to do the right things, to invest into your dream, to invest into your vision, to invest into the goals, whatever the case might be. Right. And when you've done this, I definitely understand how hard it can be um, to um, really fight that that itching feeling of like, man, when is it going to be my turn? When is it going to be my moment? When will all of this make sense to me? When will I be able to see the the fruits from all of the things that I've done? When would I be able to see um, some actual results, right? And I'm with you in this. I hear you. So I don't want you to think that um, you're alone in this, but I do want to talk about this concept of waiting on your moment. And if you find yourself battling, I don't want to necessarily call it impatience, but if you find yourself battling, which you can properly identify as impatience, or maybe you identify it as um, just that that itching for something new because you feel like you've been in the space that you've been in for too long, I want to encourage you all with this. So I got five, six quick points, sorry, that I want to just throw out to you all real quick. Um, and so bear with me because this will not be a long episode whatsoever, um, and I'm going to just breeze through each of these. When we talk about this idea and this concept of waiting on my moment, I know that a lot of times in the investment phase for us, um, sometimes we start off really good where it's like, yo, I know I'm not going to see anything right away, but I still expect to see a little something. And when it doesn't happen like that and our expectations are met, we tend to kind of flip the script real easy and frustration really takes over. If you are a millennial or if you are connected to any part of the millennial generation or even Gen Z, uh, you hear people refer to us all the time as this microwave generation. We expect things now. And I don't necessarily even think that that's true just for millennials and Gen Z. I think people in the societal space that we're in in general. Um, We kind of expect things fast now because of what's been curated and created around us, right? The concept that you can get your food quickly, the concept that you can go in and, 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 
and have, you know, whatever you want at the push of a button with same day delivery with Amazon, right? Like <laughs> there are so many things that we have now at our fingertips, so much access that we have that causes us to um be so used to being able to have things now. And then when you couple that in, definitely when we talk about those who are dreamers and doers, uh, visionaries, right? And we see other people who are being put on the spotlight with the um, with the highlights that take place via social media. Um, it's very easy to think that everybody that we see is either, either an overnight success or maybe they are somebody that just got it right the first time, boom, and they took off and they immediately got to the promised land. That is not the case. That is never the case. And we need to be able to talk about this and understanding why waiting on our moment is so pivotal when it comes to being able to be positioned in the right space, not for a short period of time, but for the long haul. I'm talking sustainability. So here's my first point for you. Real simple. Timing is important. So chill out. Your timing, and I've said this many times before, I used to say this in my speeches a lot, many times we get so frustrated about the timing that is happening. We're getting so frustrated about um, what's happening or what's not happening and how it's taking too much quote unquote time. And we're not realizing how important the realm of timing is. Why is timing important? Second point for you. Timing is important because timing is actually protecting you. Sometimes we want things to take off right away. We want to see movement immediately. And what we don't realize is that there are lessons that have to be learned from us. There are things that we have to be able to do and, and some 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 learning that must go on before we can get to the next level, before we can really take off and hit it big, whatever the case might be. And what we don't realize a lot of times is that in this scope and time, the timing that we want or that we think we should have is actually not the timing that we need. The real timing is the timing that's protecting us. What happens, just hypothetically, if you were to get what you wanted too early? What happens if you get to a space too soon and in you getting to that space too soon, you aren't actually able to really reel in everything that you were meant to reel in from that space and time. What do I mean? I'll give you an example. So for me, one of the things that I've had to work in doing over the last two to three years is not allowing my feelings to get hurt when people snub me when it comes to speaking engagements or when they don't get back to me or when I get a no um, from certain groups that I might have been super eager to speak for. Right. One of the interesting parts, though, is that and I'll give you this 2015. I had two books out at the time and there were Look, I, I I was I was really making my way deeper into like the realm of speaking, the market or whatever you want to call it. And during this time, I remember I was trying to just really make pinch pennies, right, to just make ends meet. There was so much going on in my life at the time. I'm still living in Chicago. It's just a lot happening. And I remember um, having a few groups that tried to bring me in. But things got lost in communication. I stopped getting no like no replies and no responses. I started getting, you know, just kind of like ghosted or whatever. Right. And so I thought it was really interesting because three years later, now four years as I'm in some of the same spaces and people are reaching back out. They're not talking to the Richard that had two books and that was, uh, you know, still kind of trying to find the footing. Right. 
They're talking to an established Richard Taylor now with six books, about to be seven. They're talking to a person who has um, some weight under the belt when it comes to being able to speak and to work with some big name groups and to do things at a greater capacity. And so what it's done now is I didn't realize it at the time while I was frustrated about being ghosted. Yo, the people understanding that when they ghost you or when they find out that, yo, you were the one that we wanted and or needed in this space all alone, man. Y'all got to understand how sweet that comeback is from a standpoint of they're not going to be able to come at you and treat you in a, a, a way from who you were a few years back. People have to level up now and meet you where you are. Timing is protecting you because what the timing does is it puts you in the most um capable winning position possible, right? We can we can win by saying we got the we we got the gig or we got the opportunity, but then you can win big by getting it exactly where you want it to be on your terms. And that is literally what has happened for me over the last year or two now where people are coming back around and it's like, yo, like I'm pretty sure, you know, your price is way more now, right? And I'm I'm cool with that and I got the money for it. I just want you out, right? And so what I need for you all to do is not allow your feelings to get caught up in a point where you could actually be tearing apart something that maybe isn't meant for right now. Maybe this is just the space for the seed to be sown for you to get on somebody's radar, but maybe not necessarily be utilized yet. And so I, I while you're waiting on your moment, whatever this moment is, understand that the timing is protecting you. Maybe there are some sharks in the water right now that you don't need to be around. And with that being the case, you're actually being protected by not being allowed to go and move forward in that area just yet. Yo, chill out. The timing is protecting you. My next point, the space you're called to thrive in is important, right? And so with this being the case, you have got to remember one, timing, two, atmosphere and space. It's an important area. So what happens if you try and rush yourself into an area of importance, right? What happens if you walk into a space unprepared that is so important, that is so life-changing, that is so altering for whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing and you're unprepared? What then, right? You have literally brought um, inadequacy into a space of importance that would lead to longevity and sustainability. So listen, you've got to understand and have a, a deeper level of respect for the space that you are called into. And maybe just maybe in the waiting on your moment, it would be dope if you could just be honest with yourself like, yo, as much as I want this, I'm not ready for this right now because I am not fully capable of managing and handling an area that is going to hold so much weight, merit, and importance um, just yet. And that's okay. That doesn't make you any less than. It simply says that you are willing to accept, acknowledge, and grow. My fourth point for you all, one of the things that you got to understand when we talk about waiting on your moment too from a timing standpoint is that some people aren't meant to witness your gift, so stop seeking their approval, right? Like, we got to chill out on this whole thing of like, we're waiting on our moment and we're waiting on our moment from this space of validation. We're waiting on our moment, hoping that that people will call our name or tell us that we're we're ready or that we're validated or we're seeking out the wrong individuals to try and, and get them to just see us. 
to get them to embrace us, to get them to love us, to get them to understand that, yo, all we want is just a, a, a piece of of what you walk in. Some call it the anointing. Some call it, you know, the oil, whatever it is. Yo, I just, I just want to be around you because I see what you have and I admire it. But guess what? Sometimes what you are admiring in people, what you find yourselves being attracted to in individuals who carry weight or maybe some kind of power or authority, whatever it might be. Listen, sometimes the folks that we want there are not meant to be the people that are supposed to witness it. So we've got to stop going out for man's approval, right? No, like at the end of the day, they do not take precedence over a promise that has already been mandated over your life over your calling your career your purpose your relationships marriage whatever it might be there look they do not take precedence over what's already been promised to you so you've got to be able to understand that not everybody will be meant to witness your gifting and your upbringing or your uprising i should say my fifth point for you right for those of you all that find yourselves dealing with setbacks you've got to understand and remember this every setback you face is not um a sign that you should quit every setback that happens. Cause I know what, I, I know what that feels like. You know, we, we feel like we're moving forward and we're making progressive steps forward and then boom, we get slapped with a different reality or we get hit in the face with something. And all of a sudden now it's like, Oh, well, I'm not good enough. I should quit. I should let it go. That's not the case. Every, every setback that you face is not a sign that you should quit. The setbacks are literally uh, setups for a comeback. Right. And so you got to be able to understand that there are still lessons in the setback. There are still some things, whether you need to learn from a space of yourself or maybe you need to learn the 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 space that you're going into, the people around you, whatever it might be, there's a reason for setbacks like this. And these setbacks are a moment of, of realization, revelation, and understanding so that you can grow properly, so that you can make the right moves, and so that you can be ready once it's time for the comeback after the setback. My final point for you all, your preparation now is important um, before you reach the promise of later. And, and many times what happens is, is we will complain and complain and complain about how we, we haven't gotten our moment. And then the time where we're waiting on our moment and we're complaining about not getting it, man, if we could be completely honest, one of the things that we tend to do a lot of is not prepare. We are so busy on what we don't have. We are so busy talking about what is not taking place. And this is what happens, right? We aren't prepared. And what happens when the promise actually comes and smacks us in the face and says, hey, I'm here. But unfortunately, our preparation isn't here. So we walk into the promise now completely unprepared, pants down. And it's like, yo, like, what am I doing? And these are some of the things that tend to stop us from being able to be sustained in the very area that we were called to be sustained in. We play a part in this as well, right? And I just want to put this out there for you all who find yourselves in the space where you are waiting on your moment, you're waiting on that next, and you just, you are in a rut right now and you're ready to throw in the towel. Listen, review the areas of your life and just ask yourself those important questions. Have I been, uh, 
in a good space of understanding that I could be protected right now on the timing side. Maybe you need to just kind of look deeper into it and ask the question, what is this timing right now protecting me of, right? Um, am I paying attention to the importance of what I'm in, right? The spaces, the timing and the space. Do I understand the importance of it, right? Uh, am I am I seeking out the wrong people? Am I seeking out validation from folks I shouldn't be? And am I too caught up in people and not where I'm supposed to be within my purpose? Um, asking the question about your setbacks, right? Like, yo, have I been tripping talking about quitting on something that I know I'm meant to do, that I'm meant to, to be in? Am I tripping talking about quitting and, and I shouldn't be? And then finally, too, man, asking that hard question. This is the tough one. Am I actually using my time to prepare? Am I doing everything that I can to be as successful as possible and as ready as possible for when my time comes? Simple questions, but I think if we can do this, we will find ourselves in a better position being able to truly navigate and manage the spaces that are to come. Guys, I love you all. This is the fourth and one series. Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Stay in touch with me. My website is richardtaylorjr.com, Instagram, richard.taylorjr, Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr., and Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. I'd love to hear feedback from you all. If you got any questions, look, don't be a stranger. Make sure you reach out. And as always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.